And now for something completely different. A radio show about books. Didn't think it through at all. Inconceivable! <laughs> yes, the show's serious. That's totally a thing. Thank you. Tarzan of the Apes. Brought to you from out the pages of Edgar Rice Burroughs' immortal book. Oh, wow. In the beginning, the universe was created. This has made a lot of people very angry and been widely regarded as a bad move. And now for your host, Daniel Thompson, a completely underqualified buffoon who has no idea why he's here in the first place. And all were amazed and said, this guy is really good. Do you do children's parties? <laughs> Hello, my people, and welcome to the Very Serious Writing Show, a show that has consistently been not very serious and has lately been not very much about writing. But hey, this it is what it is. This is where we're at. This is what we're doing. Hey, remember two months ago when I brought in my friend Alex and we talked about that one friend who I was never going to bring on the show named Yoslin? Today we have my friend Yoslin on the show, and we are going to be talking about all of the things. All of them. Literally, we leave nothing out. We talk about everything. We go from Disney to Divergent so fast that it'll make your head spin. We're also going to talk about... We're just going to tell stories from our existences, because our existences are interesting and you should pay attention to them. Actually, because of people. People are the basis of stories, I believe, firmly. That you can have the most ridiculous plot, but if the people aren't good, then what's the point? So, and the people in our lives are what makes our lives rich. So we're talking about some of the people in our existences, and honestly, you should take notes, because each and every one of them would make a hysterical character. So, FYI, that's where we're at. Welcome back, everyone. Very serious writing show. I hope you enjoy. Bada boom, bada bing. You're here because we want the best, and you're it. Nope, couldn't keep a straight face. I am no man. You would not have fit in high school at all. No, I wouldn't have. But I fit in here, I fit in pretty good here, in terms of... You hang out with a group of misfits. That's true. I hang out with the, the uh, our group, which isn't technically fitting in. Which consists of a mountain man... Mountain Man, Jaden. <laughs> Scary Teddy Bear. Brendan. Disney Princess Alex. <laughs> Me. Mm-hmm. Who the, is... The most normal of them all. No. No. Definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> I am like a combination of all the things. <laughs> you are many of the things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's, it's weird. It's a misfit group. So I guess none of us would have fit in well at high school. You're actually right. None of us did fit in well at high school. I mean, I got along with everyone, but I never really like was like a part of a clique. Because mm -hmm. in high school, things were like super clicky. I just kind of floated. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, today I'll, I'll talk to you people. Co college seems to be clicky, but not, not like not like the same type of cliques that I used to be familiar mm -hmm. with. Yeah. Like the, it's more of groups of survivors. <laughs> yeah. Um, Especially this college you, you, is, is more clicky than other colleges. This uh, college is? Mm -hmm. hmm. In the sense that we all went to high school together. 
Yeah. I can see that. Um, but definitely not as much as high school. In a bigger college, it would just be like, oh, you found friends. And then you do things with them. Yeah. And they're not exactly the same kind of person you are. Hmm. <laughs> We're not all the exact same type of person. No, we're not. We're just all we're all just all united by our disunity. Yeah, pretty much. It's we're dis all pretty different. I don't think disunity is actually a word. I don't think so. I think you just made that up. <laughs> Probably. We can put it in Webster's dictionary. Is that you know the word "ain't" is in there? That I'm worries me. I I'm not surprised, <laughs> honestly. So, <laughs> I don't think Webster would have approved, but. So when my teacher, you know, back when I was like. In third grade was like Yoslin ain't ain't a word I could have been like yes it is it's in the dictionary because now I know now you know <laughs> <laughs> now now you understand actually miss Ford told us this on Monday <laughs> oh did she yes oh good did she does she allow it in essays then no that's what she was saying even though it's a word it even though it's a word it's not a proper English word <laughs> oh so do you write at all do you like write in your free time I do oh well not now, but... <laughs> because free time. <laughs> because there is no free time. It, it doesn't exist. Um, like, I don't have time to sleep, so... <laughs> <laughs> I just bought this awesome new book, and I can't read it because I has no time. <laughs> I'm sorry. And what is what is the book again? What's the title? Uh, <laughs> uh, me Before You? Yeah, Me Before You. Yeah. I haven't started it, so I don't know how it's going to go. But my friend, who reads more than anyone else I know, and is like super picky about what she likes, said it was an amazing book, but I should read it, so. Well, I hope it's good. I hope so, too. There's a sequel to it. Oh, no. And it, the the title of the sequel totally gives everything away, which makes me really sad. What is the title of the sequel? Me After You. Oh, dang. Yeah. So it kind of like stabs me in the heart. Oh, but hey. You have to figure out which one of them is going to bite the dust. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, they end up together somehow. <laughs> maybe they end up together and everything's okay. Maybe it's maybe it's that person after that person's come into their life. Maybe. And it's about their life together. Yes. That's what I'm hoping for. Fingers crossed. And see, the movie looks really good, which is why I bought the book so that I can read it before the movie comes out. And I feel like I'm going to read the book, and I'm going to fall in love with the book, and then I'm going to go watch the movie, and I'm going to be so angry, because the movie's going to not do everything the book did. Listen, he here's here's my theory on this. I Like, all the people I talk to are like, you need to re you read the book, and then you watch the movie. Like, that's been the order. But that just makes people angry. Like, you read the book, and then you watch the movie, and you're like, this isn't as good. I suggest a different technique. I suggest we watch the movie first, and then we read the book. Because the movie will then be good on its own right, but the book will go so much deeper... And if we like the movie, we could potentially really love the book. That's exactly what I did with Divergent. I really liked the book, the first two books. Mm -hmm. The third one, total crap. But <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming the movie is too. But no one seems to be like really lo loving the movie. Yeah, because she didn't die in the movie. She dies in the books. She does. Really? That's why. Well, I mean, this is the this movie's like the first half of the book. Spoilers for Divergent, by the way. No, um, but they're not making another Allegiant. Like, they're just making another movie that's called something completely different. Yeah, but it starts with the letter A, and it really is just the other half of the book. But I, by what I hear about the movie, it's going to, like, take the storyline into, like, a futuristic view instead of what actually happened. And Triss was supposed to die. She can't just live. 
Like, the whole point of all three books is that she needed to die in order for everyone to wake up and be like, oh my gosh. To wake up? Is it, is it like, does it do a Matrix thing? Well, they're all kind of in this funk where they don't really know what's going on or why they do the things that they do. They just do them. Mm. And she questions everything. She's like, but why? I mean, I suppose that's good. And because she questions everything, she figures out the truth. That's good. Like, but is there ever a generation that hasn't consisted of people going, but why? That's, I mean, I... Everyone goes, but why? There's no one who's like, this is the way it is and the way it must be. But in this book... Except for old people. But in this book, for a hundred years, nobody had questioned it. You would think, someone. <laughs> but it's because of the... They were genetically engineered oh. to be that way. And whenever there was enough people like Triss is whenever they were supposed to discover the truth. But they had been, like, exiling those who were like her. Oh. Except she was smarter. <laughs> I just don't want to read it. I don't. I, I'm, like, the YA genre, I can't get back into it. I, I did Hunger Games. Did you read them? The Divergent series? The Hunger Games. Yeah, I read all three Hunger Games. I think the Divergent is better than really? the Hunger Games. Um, I like Divergent almost as much as I like Harry Potter, and that's saying something. Hmm. It's another book series I haven't read. It's too that, many. That one is definitely one you should read. But it's too many books, Yoselin. I can't start now. I'm too far behind. But they're all amazing. Like, you know how you get into series sometimes, and the first couple of books are really good, mm -hmm. and then it trails off into like this awful spiral of horribleness? Yes. I'm trying to think of a series that did that. But yes. Yeah. It happens. Harry Potter is not like that. Like, it definitely keeps you going. And it's really, really interesting. I finished all of the books in, like, two months. Okay. But it's a seven-book commitment, Yoselin. That's a big commitment. Well, I've committed to the movies, and that's, like, 13 hours of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Eight Harry Potter movies. Okay, more just, than 13. It would have to be, because I mean, that, that you're, that's just, that's not even all the Lord of the Rings films right there in terms of length. Have you seen the Lord of the Rings films? I've seen the last one. Like Actually, the, I've seen like the last two. Like the, you're talking about the Hobbit films? Yeah. Those are very different from the Lord of the Rings films. Yeah. Brendan uh, and Jaden says to say that I like need to have a marathon with them. But oh. I think I might kill Brennan if I spend that much time with him. That is, if you do extended editions, you're looking at a 20-hour marathon. Which would be great, but Yasla does not have 20 hours anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> 20 hours just doesn't exist. It doesn't. I, I sleep four to six hours a night. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's not gonna, that's not gonna work. I'll read Harry Potter if you watch The Lord of the Rings. Just not the Hobbit ones. You don't have to watch those again. Just the Lord of the Rings. Just the Lord of the Rings. There's three of them. Okay, but you okay. have to read all eight books. There's eight books or there's seven books? There's eight. See, I thought there was eight movies and seven books. I'm going because... So she just came out with a new one. Oh, that doesn't count. Yes, it does. What? I've been suckered. This is a bad deal. <laughs> I'll read the books and watch the movies. Okay. Have you looked at the Lord of the Rings books? Yeah. Okay. That's, you have to do it at the same time. That's None a good deal. Like me first, you then. No. Okay, that's that's <laughs> a fine deal. Um, you're not making me read the uh, the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, though, right? No. Okay. I'm uh, the last one about his kid. Okay. Are the Fantastic Beasts books good? Um, 
I haven't, I, I've like read pieces of them. It just like gives you more background to the wizard world, which is really cool because it makes everything else in the books make more sense. Okay. Does that, does that make more sense? <laughs> yeah, it's just that I've never heard anyone rave about them like the Harry Potter ones, and I was curious since they're no, getting they're, a movie. they're good. It just, um, what it does is it like, when they talk about the, the fanta- fantastic beasts within the Harry Potter books, it makes them, it makes that make more sense. Okay. Can we talk about how Disney is like, Making all the things again. Yeah, they're like redoing every single movie I ever loved. Everything. If they remake Aladdin, I'm going to throw the biggest fit. They were going to do a genie film using using Robin Williams outtakes. No. And I think I think what happened is there was a copyright issue. They couldn't get his voice. They can't get his dead voice. So that's not happening. I hope so. But Winnie the Pooh's happening? Again? Again. What? But like as live action? How? I don't know. I'm terrified. Live action Winnie the Pooh. I don't. I can't phantom around. We're getting that. Jungle Book this year. Yeah, I heard about that. And Pete's Dragon this November. Did you ever watch Pete's Dragon? Mm-mm. Someone needs to help me with Pete's Dragon because I'm like it was one of my favorites when I was little. What? Tell me the, what's the story about? The idea is this little kid has an imaginary dragon. Then the dragon does show up, but he's like animated. So he's, he's like the only animated thing. It's like. So a little boy is a real boy, like a real yeah, human. Yeah, it's all live boy. action except for the dragon, who's like a traditionally animated dragon. And it's a musical, and it's really heartfelt, and the little boy's an orphan, oh. and he finds a family with the people who live inside the lighthouse. And his dragon is his friend, but it causes all sorts of mayhem and mischief. And it was a great movie. And it didn't really need to be remade. And they're doing it. But they don't, there's lots of movies that don't need to be remade. Mulan might actually be a cool one, though. I don't want Mulan to be remade. I love Mulan just the way it is. Mulan's pretty them. awesome. Both of them? Yeah. The second one's so cheesy. I can't deal with the I second one. I love the second one. I can't. It's... it's yeah. She marries another guy, almost. <laughs> I mean, he, like, is playing with the little finger thing. Yeah. The Chinese handcuffs. I met that person. You met him? Yeah, in real life. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't figure out who this person was until I was like... Oh, you're the boy that Mulan marries that thinks she's old. (laughs) 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 And then I could no longer talk to him with a straight face. (laughs) Yeah, that's a problem. But it could be really cool live action, you know? It could be. They would have to get some heck of good actors. They'll probably just hire a bunch of Chinese actors. Or maybe they'll do that one girl. Have you ever watched Wendy Wu, The Homecoming Warrior? No. <laughs> what is Wendy Wu, the Homecoming Warrior? Or the, yeah, actually, I think that's what it's called. Um, did you ever watch The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody? No. These are all Disney things. Yeah, but I didn't have the Disney channel. Listen, Yasla, I had two channels, okay? And they were both PBS. Oh, man. Except one of them played PBS, and the other one played what PBS played the day before. So that oh. if you missed one of their programs and you really wanted to see it, you could watch it the next day. You poor shelter child. It's a sick world <laughs> where you get excited about the antique road show. I'm trying to think of what else she's in. You've never heard of this? Like, I've heard of it. I just haven't watched okay. any of it. The Asian girl in that movie could play Mulan. That could be good, I suppose. I have no context for this, so I'm just Well, going she does really awesome in The Homecoming Warrior. Well, I, I'm just going to believe you. You should watch it. Okay. I'll add it to my list. But I'm really upset. Really far down. I'm going to be so mad if it's just not as good as my expectations want it to be. I don't think any of it can be as good. Did you see any of the ones they've done, like Maleficent or Cinderella? I saw Cinderella. Was it good? I like Cinderella, but not for the same reasons that I like the animated Cinderella. 
So maybe that's the way it's going to be. Um, which other one did I see? There's Alice in Wonderland. Virtually everyone I haven't seen the, that one, actually. Oh, I thought it was pretty good. A lot of people hated on it. There's going to be another one, isn't there? Mm-hmm. This year, we're getting Alice in Wonderland 2. It's, it's Alice Through the Looking Glass. And maybe it'll be good. My future ex-husband's in that movie, so... Oh. <laughs> Who's your future ex-husband now? Johnny Depp. Oh, that's right. Yes. His eyes are much bigger in this movie, and he's wearing an orange wig. That's okay. I'll love him anyways. I figured. <laughs> I figured. Um, My childhood crush is in that movie. Who's your childhood crush? Anne Hathaway. Oh. She's... Goals. Yeah. <laughs> she was really good in The Intern. I've not seen it. I enjoyed The Intern. Did you? I did. Mm-hmm. I should watch it. Yeah. I liked her a lot in Les Mis. You know, for the whole 13 minutes she was on screen, she was pretty good. That's saying a lot for a two-hour, 45-minute film. She made those 13 minutes she made pretty those, awesome. She, she made them count. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. And then we were back to Wolverine and... The Gladiator. <laughs> Is that all you could think of when you were watching this movie? Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Have you seen the old one? No. You haven't? I haven't. Oh, it's even longer. Oh, my. But it's so much better. At least it's, it's still not going to be as long as the six-hour Pride and Prejudice. I've never seen, like, not the movie. <laughs> you need to see the six-hour version. We have it here at the library. Why would I want to do that? It's way better. I, was, why. I wasn't really a huge fan of the movie. <laughs> Well, that's because the movie is awful compared to the six-hour version. Treat it like a Netflix show. Netflix gives me 20 minutes at a time. <laughs> just, you can pause at the 20-minute mark and stop. And no, but then I want to know what's going to happen next. Well, you don't you have that problem with Netflix shows? Yeah. It consumes my life. <laughs> just, just treat it like a Netflix show. Take it 20 minutes at a time. You non-Netflixer. I Netflix a little bit. Over the break, I watched all four seasons of New Girl. Wow. <laughs> She's wonderful. This is the college life. Yeah, I hadn't seen TV in a long time. I'm just kind of waiting to watch the next season of Daredevil. I don't know what that's about. It's about a guy who's blind and he beats up people. Oh. And then in the first season, there's a fat guy who comes and is like, I'm going to be mayor. And the blind guy is like, no, you're not. Lil. And then he beats him up. Oh, man. And then the fat guy breaks someone's head with a car door repeatedly. Strong fat guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a Vince D. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a good actor. What other shows do you watch? Um, I watch Parks and Recreation. Is that any good? <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't help but kind of love it. But I, I like watch it incrementally. Like I watch maybe three episodes a month. Oh, you, yeah. that is incrementally. But I watch them all at once. <laughs> so <laughs> like there will be a weekend and I'll have nothing to do. So I'll watch like three episodes of Parks and Rec. It's really funny. Leslie Nope is my hero. It's Amy Poehler. Is she the one that played in Sisters? Uh-huh. Which I also need to see. His sister's good. Uh, it's great. <laughs> but not for people who listen to this podcast. I'm basically the Burnett sister. Hmm. Tina Fey. You are Tina Fey is what you're saying. Yeah, I am. Are you sure? You watch the movie, you will see. Okay. <laughs> if you say so, Yasmin. I am her. <laughs> so when you have free time and when you write, what do you write? Write. See, my mind never stops. I've recently come to like realize that men's minds like sometimes think nothing. It's good that you realize this. <laughs> um, Brennan and Jaden made me watch a whole movie, like 
10 minute stand up comedy. Oh, is it the guy with the brains? No, it's boxes. And they're like, Yeah, yeah. "Yeah." And they were like, We sometimes think nothing. So when you have a boyfriend or significant other and you ask him what he was thinking about and he says nothing, he literally means nothing. (laughs) The nothing box is his favorite box. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay, so girls do not have said nothing box, okay? A girl can be walking down the street and she sees a stranger and she, like, makes up a whole story in her mind about the stranger and her and how their lives meet. Like... That must be tiring. It's exciting sometimes. And that's what I write about. <laughs> like, okay. I just write these, like, non-ending stories that... Um, just happen to be about me and strangers or strangers and each other <laughs> and i don't really know who they are do you find this fun it sounds yeah fun. it's really relaxing actually hmm. it's like i create a whole different world just for them that exists only in my mind that's very special so when i write i write about their lives and most of the time i involve myself in them mm. <laughs> there you go i've resorted to writing down things that happen to me especially because i know so many people on campus things just happen yeah and now i incorporate it into my story like one of my characters just spent a good amount of, I, i'm writing like the ridiculous like hunger gamesy but as a comedy thing right right so among the rubble one of my characters named Corabeth finds a box of flashcards for learning sign language and she learns sign language, and it gets super annoying to everyone, except for Bill Clinton, who seems to enjoy it. Imagine so, that. <laughs> so Bill Clinton learns how to do sign language, and then he gets really good at it to the point where... So like, Amber's Bill Clinton? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're trying to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> not where I was going with that. <laughs> not quite what I was suggesting. If um, this story comes from where I think it comes from... <laughs> Most of the characters have, like, some tie back to the dinner cult in some way. <laughs> but, like, they started out as character, the people that I knew back at Swasu Sayre. Okay. So, like, Corbeth is a real person. I like that name. Corbeth is a good person. Have I not told you about Corbeth? She's a redhead. And, like, yes. she, yeah, she can't see red. That's so sad. <laughs> I wonder if she sees her hair red or green. Uh, I don't know. Because if she's red, green, colorblind, you only see one or the other. Mm-hmm. If she sees green, that must be awful to look at every morning <laughs> well you know this is really curious i didn't realize this because one one day she she started when i first met her she had red hair and then she dyed it like rainbow colors she like did a four color thing but huh. then it went all am green gables on her and turned green she didn't seem to be bothered by it so i suppose that's why <laughs> yeah because red and green are the same color to them um and it's a recessive trait hmm. so in order to be um Red, green, colorblind, like, your parents have to carry the red, green, colorblind trait. Hmm. Which is crazy. That is crazy. That is quite the coincidence. It is. It would But be, it happens. Yeah, sometimes. And oddly enough, sometimes they have red hair. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Corabeth has now become, like, where, where certain things in the group happen. Because I can't write down everything that happens in our group. Sometimes we do uninteresting things. Sometimes we do things that people should not do. (laughs) (laughs) Like like what? What does our group do that some people should not do? Like multiply. Yeah, our group's getting big. There were 14 people in the dinner cult last night. That's too many. (laughs) That's way too many. So what what else do you read besides this type of stuff? The Federalist Papers. The Federalist Papers. (laughs) What else do I read? 
Yes, what do you read? All the things that Ted Brown forces me to read. Ted Brown? Ted Brown. Who is Ted Brown again? You mentioned him. You bring him up a lot, but I don't actually know who Ted Brown is. He's my nemesis. Your nemesis. Mm -hmm. He is my teacher, my professor. Um, And I have like this love-hate relationship with him Mm -hmm. that he may or may not know about. (laughs) 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 Like, I learned so much from him. I really do. But I despise him. Mm. (laughs) Um... He makes me do things that I do not like to do. <laughs> like reading Federalist Papers? Like reading large amounts of documents that serve me no purpose. <laughs> That's college, though. Um, college is about purposeless things that may or may not help you. Uh, I also kind of hate him because, you know, he's a genius. <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> oh. And I want to be as smart as him, but like with my views, you know? Mm. And I'm working at it. Is he like a Republican? I'm not entirely sure what he is. I, I love have, professors like that. I have a feeling that he is the opposite of whatever you are. Not the you. The opposite of whatever I am. No, not you. So I thought but that was you. <laughs> like the opposite of whatever you are as in whoever it is he may be talking to at that moment. <laughs> I think he just likes to make people angry. Oh. <laughs> yes. I had a professor like that. His name was Scott Froneyberger. Frony Burger. Frony Burger. never tipped his hat to which side of the coin he was on. It was just whatever side of the coin you weren't on. Exactly. <laughs> and that's... he would poke you. And he just wanted you to think through what you thought. He, well, he's, he just wanted to make force you to back up your views with evidence and things, and that frustrates people. That's definitely Ted Brown. Okay. Um, if I say something, if he asks me a question and I answer it correctly... He'll be like, are you sure? <laughs> and I'll be like, I'm pretty sure. And he'll be like, are you really sure? And then he'll ask me another question that'll make me question my answer. And then he's like, I suggest you're 100% about the things you say, Yoslin, if you're going to be a lawyer one day. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's professors like that. Higher education does the thing. It does the thing. It changes you. It changes you? Yeah. I don't think I've changed much since coming to college. You don't think so? Not really. I think I realized how much I like people. Like, I didn't, maybe I didn't have an appreciation for that before. But as a human being, I'm not that much changed. I mean, I'm not saying it changes. I'm less Republican now. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all the Republicans are listening right now. Would you like to say anything to all the Republicans right now, Yaswin? Because they're all listening. I'm not a Republican. Not even a little bit. I thought you were going to be like, go Bernie Sanders or something. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, are I am. Not, are you I not am, feeling the burn, Yaswin? I am feeling the burn. Okay. I'm also... Your candidate huh, yeah. needs to buy a comb so for his hair. Yours. My candidate isn't Trump, though. <laughs> it's not. My candidate is Vermin Supreme, and he wears a boot on his head. Did you see what I tagged you in the other day? No. What did you tag me in the other day? I tagged you in a Vermin Supreme video. I think you have me blocked, as in, you can't see any of my stuff. I don't think I blocked you. If I did, it was on accident. Because I, I, I tagged you in this video. I can't believe I missed it. It was I, really funny. I and love I, Vermin I, Supreme. I enjoyed it a lot. Vermin Supreme's the best. I, I see what you mean by the ponies all the time. I was very confused. <laughs> he, he wants to guarantee everyone free ponies. And people were like, 
but how are you going to pay for the ponies? And he's like, no, you don't understand. They are free ponies. <laughs> so he's a Democrat? <laughs> yeah, technic- <laughs> technically he's a Democrat. But, you know, it happens. I'll vote Democrat if it's for Vermin Supreme. And he believes that when the zombies come, we can have clean energy because he will put the zombies in hamster wheels and that will generate energy for us. Yeah, I I heard that part too. It's a good policy. He also believes in mandatory toothbrushing policies. Yeah, for good hygiene, for, dental hygiene. Yes, and he believes in having secret police that enforce it. That's really creepy. Just a little bit. But I mean, if they're enforcing that people brush their teeth, it's for the good of all, right? That'll evolve. That'll evolve? Yeah. Into what? First, it'll be people brushing their teeth. Then, then it'll be flossing. Then it'll be flossing. <laughs> then it'll be like, do, do you, you shower every day? <laughs> do you use deodorant? I'm not seeing the problem yet. <laughs> and then it'll evolve to, are you interacting with other humans on a daily basis? No, that doesn't make you smell good. <laughs> <laughs> but it'll evolve. As long as the government's ensuring that people smell good, I can get behind that. I just stay away not, from those who don't. I'm not a fascist, but I believe that maybe the government could be more actively involved in people smelling good. Maybe they could be more active in, you know, providing better education for us. Yeah, that requires money, though. Yeah, that's well-invested money, though. It's well-invested money, but where does that money come from? The same place where all the wars come from. That'd be good. We need to stop having this war. I'm kind of tired of this war. <laughs> we can stop having this war. That'd be okay with me. We can stop having all these wars. But we can't stop there being terrorist attacks is the problem. Right. So. Well, well you can't stop them, so what good's the war doing? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you don't hear about people going to Norway to study. I know that college is free over there, and, like, master's degrees are free over there, so why don't we just go over there? I think they're free to their citizens. Maybe we could all become Norwegians, though, Jocelyn, and get free things. I think if the United States doesn't want other people, income tax. I think if the United States doesn't want people to become United States citizens, I don't think Norwegians will want United States people to become Norwegian citizens. Norway doesn't have an immigration problem. They don't have to build a wall to keep the Swedes out. <laughs> the Swedes do pretty well on their own. <laughs> the Swedes are just fine. <laughs> There's not a bunch of illegal immigration from Sweden to Norway. That you know of. That I know. Maybe there is. Maybe this is a real problem. I mean, it could be. It could be. You don't know that. That's true. I'm pretty ignorant when it comes to Norway-Sweden interaction. Or foreign policy in general. <laughs> <laughs> I know about Israel, because Israel's like poke, poke, poke. But Israel is the protected land. Israel, but Israel is like that one white chick who's like, fight me. But they're protected. Yeah. She's like, fight me, but she has the big black guy behind her. <laughs> so that's, no one's going to fight her. That's true. <laughs> that's valid. That is that is truth. I actually had this argument with my father. Oh, really? Yes. What was his position? He said, God is protecting Israel. And I said, yes, in the form of the United States. <laughs> and he said, no, they don't need the United States. They have God. God will forever protect Israel. And I said, then what is the United States? <laughs> what is our Why are we using all this money? <laughs> what is our, our purpose here was to invent peanut butter. <laughs> and now that we've done that, America will go into decline. So in high school, I had this profess- this teacher. Yeah. And he has been my absolute favorite teacher ever. And he's the weirdest person you'll ever meet. And mm. I mean weird. Like, not just your regular day weird, but like weird. 
Okay. You meet him and you're just like, this is a strange little man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, he wears khaki pants and a polo every day, usually a striped polo. And he had this poster walking into his classroom in a peak government that said, the ketchup people will run the world. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the ketchup people? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these ketchup people? And your peanut butter statement just made me think of the ketchup people. <laughs> the ketchup people. It also said underneath it, never say anything bad about Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> Is he one of the ketchup people? No. Who I are the ketchup people? I don't know. <laughs> Is Donald Trump a ketchup person? No. Is Bernie Sanders a ketchup no. person? No. I think the people who own the ketchup company are the ketchup people. <laughs> <laughs> who owns the ketchup company? Not Donald Trump or Bernie Sanders. Are we sure that Donald Trump doesn't <laughs> own the ketchup company? I'm pretty sure. I'm going to Google this. Who are the ketchup people? Because <laughs> I must know. Is there a Yahoo Answers for this? Okay, there's a BuzzFeed article about 22 people who don't understand how to use ketchup. There's a Heinz trivia. That sounds like Alex. The Ketchup Conundrum. It's a New Yorker article. Why does ketchup on hot dogs irritate people? 10 wild and crazy facts about ketchup. I have to read this one. <laughs> 10 wild and crazy facts about ketchup. How wild could this be? How wild could this be? Early versions did not use tomatoes. Oh, man. They were made from anchovies, shallots, oysters, lemons, or walnuts. There's five different tastes. I agree with that. Originally a cooking ingredient. It was used as a cure. For what? Emptying bile from your intestines. That's disgusting. A little bit. It helps prevent cancer. So does everything else in the world. <laughs> Except for things that come from California. Like anything produced in California may cause cancer. Have you ever seen this on packages? Like I got some duct tape from California and like it had been manufactured there and it said may cause cancer. And Let I was me like, tell you something about when I first moved from California. Yeah. So I was 11 years old and all I'd ever known was sunny side, 75 degree LA my whole life. Well, welcome to Oklahoma, huh? Well, it's been like nine years. <laughs> yeah. I still have the little man inside my head with the sign that says, welcome to Oklahoma. And he hits me with that sign <laughs> all the time. Oh, me too. This morning I got out and the wind hit me in the face and so did the little man with his sign. That makes a lot welcome of sense. Welcome to Oklahoma. Stack. <laughs> Every time. I agree. Trust me, I know the feeling. You understand. Yes, so I moved to Oklahoma and it was a June night because I got here and it was like 11 o'clock at night, quite literally. Um, and I got out of the car and this enormous humidity just slaps me in the face. And it like literally hits me. And I'm just like, what are this? <laughs> what are this? What are this? <laughs> <laughs> what are this? <laughs> and I was like, is this dad and he was like what are you talking about and i was like the air it feels so sticky and he was like the humidity and i said yes dad whatever that is make it go away and he said well it'll go away in about september <laughs> <laughs> um and i was here for about a week and i got really sick like super sick and i went to the doctor and he said and I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm like dying over here. And he was like, um, did you just recently move? And I was like, yeah, we moved from California. And he was like, so <laughs> your, your body is not used to not filtering everything out of the air. Is there more things in the air in Oklahoma than in California? No, in California. Uh. 
Like, my body wasn't used to the clean air, and it was making me sick. (laughs) You're choking on clean air. And I looked at him, and I said, well, that's because I don't trust air that I can't see. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That happened. And then I realized that there wasn't a mall for two and a half hours, and I about had a heart attack. Yeah. We don't have very many malls here. The mall was five minutes away walking distance. Ooh. The beach was 15 minutes away bike distance. Oh. I'm so sorry. And then they tried to take me to the lake and, like, get me to go in there. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) I can smell that from over here. Foss Lake is a little bit different. But, well, it probably wasn't Foss Lake for you because you live around the woodlands. We went to Foss Lake that time. Oh, it was Foss Lake. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Foss Lake is slightly different from the ocean. A lot different from the ocean. Just slightly. They're both made out of water. The ocean is made out of water that goes all over the world. Foss Lake is stuck there forever. (laughs) Until it dries up. And but dies. it's even more gross because just water evaporates, all the nasty stays behind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does get pretty nasty. <laughs> oh, false. Yeah. I just don't do lakes. Lake Not Wa- in this part of Oklahoma. No, and that—that's the thing that bothers me. Like any sort of seafood that is served in Oklahoma, I have a very limited trust for. So I'm like, how long did it take to get this here? We are way too far from the ocean to be way eating any kind of any seafood. Any kind of seafood. <laughs> Um, Any kind. My dad, when I was a little girl, he uh, would take me to this pier called St. Peter's Pier. And we would eat fresh fish or fresh seafood and go whale watching. We did this every spring. And it was my favorite time of the year. And I loved the food. It was awesome. And I would have, like, fresh squid and shrimp and all the colorful fish. Like all, of, all of the colorful fish. Really? They were all really good. And then we'd go whale watching, and they'd give me, like, a pina colada, but, you know, I was, like, nine, so obviously no alcohol in it, but it was, like, an actual mm-hmm. pineapple. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> <laughs> like, they would serve it in a pineapple? That's a pretty good childhood. Hey, I lived a pretty good life. My dad would bury me in the sand and then make my, make, like, a mermaid tail around me, and I felt like a mermaid. There you go. I am a mermaid. You are a mermaid? Yes. I I lure men to their deaths. Well, that makes sense. (laughs) 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 I wasn't getting it until that part. (laughs) How's Thurman doing, by the way? Oh, man. (laughs) I flipped him off while I was running today. (laughs) Well, hey, there you go. That's appropriate. I'm continuing my file on Thurman because I'm not sure he actually exists. I think maybe he's... You've seen him. You've had a conversation with him. I think he's a collective figment. Like everyone's heard about him and we've had him described so like our brains create him for ourselves like a collective when you met Thurman was he anything like you thought he would be well no (laughs) but I suggest that perhaps this is the subconscious mind that does this he approves of my choice of baby names though he approves of everything that Yaslin doesn't oh so that shouldn't make me feel too great listen my son Taka will be the best human your poor child he will have so much fun, and he will be loved by all. Except for you. He will hate you. I said he will be loved by all, but he will also love everybody. He will not love you. <laughs> but if I give him enough tacos, maybe he will love he'll me. He'll chunk them at your face for naming him Taco. And then he'll <laughs> stick you in a nursing home when you turn 50. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'll have other children. Maybe they'll love me. 
Taco will convince them not to. Bronkilda will love me. <laughs> she will definitely not love you. Listen, I, I, I imagine Bronkilda is this beautiful, wonderful girl, and she meets the love of her life. And then she tells the man that her name is Bronkilda, and he walks away, never comes back. That's what you're doing to your children. I don't have any children. But if children. my future children, one of them will be named Taco, and he'll like he will have friends because he will have tacos and give them to people, and that's how he will make Where friends. Where are the tacos coming from? I will buy him tacos. Where are you gonna get all this money to buy an endless supply of tacos? Tacos aren't that expensive. You've never been around a football team, have you? I suppose that's true. <laughs> I'm not suggesting that he feed the world. I'm not suggesting that Taco ends world hunger by giving <laughs> that's everyone. That's what it sounds like. You want him to make friends through tacos. No, like, I think, like, if he goes to a school and is not homeschooled, like, I think, like, what would happen is the first day of school, I'd give him, like, a bunch of tacos in, like, a lunchbox. And he can give tacos to everyone in his class. And then from then on out, like, he'd just get maybe an extra taco. So what taco. kind of tacos? Crunchy tacos. So not tacos? Well, I mean, sometimes he can have other tacos. I suggest that Taco... Those since, are tacos. Since since his name is Taco, I think he should embrace some variety, because otherwise it's going to get really old really fast. And then he can give tacos to people, but then after that he can just have like one extra taco so he can choose a friend and be like, hello, you're my special friend, so here's a taco. And that's how Taco will make friends. Or he can make friends like normal people. <laughs> that's silly. <laughs> <laughs> normal people way of making friends is weird. It is. You meet someone, and then you do stuff with them, and then you're friends. Yeah, and like, there's no planning to it. It's just like, I randomly see you. you, you I like seem this to be, one. You, this see, one. <laughs> you seem to be breathing. <laughs> We're in the general vicinity of each other, consistently. Let us be friends with one another. Yeah, that's how it goes. It's pretty whack. So, in 2011, we moved into this house that was really crappy. Mmm. <laughs> um... But before we moved in, my dad made it pretty. So he took like it, it took it from like a little tiny shack to like this really nice place. And there, so we move in. And I love this house. I absolutely love it. And there's this lady across the street. Have you ever watched Monster House? No, but I saw the trailer a bunch when I was little. Okay, she kind of reminded me about the of man on Monster House. I was kind of afraid of her. <laughs> but then I like went over there and I was like, y'all son, you can't be afraid of that little old lady with a dog. She's, she seems nice. So I went over there to talk to her and she is the funniest person I have ever met. Hmm. She's 80. She was 85 years old at the time. So she's much older. Um, <laughs> but, um, I really like Marilyn Monroe. Like just, I don't know why. You were in the Marilyn Monroe did you know yeah. just to spite my homeschool friends i put a marilyn monroe quote on my graduation announcement really i did what was your marilyn monroe quote? it's better to be absolutely ridiculous and absolutely, absolutely boring. boring yes i put that quote on my graduation announcement just to, just to poke people so i was in my marilyn monroe stage of mm. like high school about 15 um and i bought these posters and they came in the mail and i was really excited so i went to show her and she said that girl was a floozy <laughs> a floozy and I was like you don't like Marilyn no and she was very judgmental of people but it was hilarious like old people can say whatever they want they can they can get away they with get it. away with it she was really exact about her money like she would send me to the store to buy a piece of like a loaf of bread and like a gallon of milk and she would give me the exact amount the exact like change. yes <laughs> 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 that it was going to be <laughs> that's special she was a special lady 
Old people are special. I like old people. They're really great. We need more old people on college campuses. I think. Who are not professors. Yeah. You know what we're out of? What? Time. Oh, man. We've been going for an hour. You know how long these podcasts are? How long? 30 minutes. Oh, man. <laughs> Do you have enough information? We didn't even talk about The Great Gatsby. We could talk about The Great Gatsby, I suppose. I mean, this is just what I'll be doing Sunday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Cutting this to pieces and, you know. Because that's what I do on Sunday afternoons. I podcast. That's exciting. It's very exciting. That's more exciting than my Sunday afternoons. What do you do on Sunday afternoons? Go to a sorority meeting. Uh, I'm the worst sorority girl in the world. Yeah? I really am. Why are you the worst? Because I don't sorority well. How does one sorority correctly? And how do you not sorority correctly? And why? Sorority girls act like they're perfect. Hmm. I don't try to be. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Um... They attend all the things. You don't attend all the things? I really would rather not attend all the things. I know I wouldn't want to attend all the things. Um, sorority girls are mean. Oh. Yeah. Like in Mean Girls? Yeah. The movie that you all made me watch partly? It was a great movie. We didn't watch it all because you kept saying the lines and that annoyed Alex, so Alex shut it off. Well, who cares what Alex thinks? she'll be listening and she'll make us pay for that except there's nothing she can do really there's really nothing that she's gonna do or can do that's valid (laughs) what's she gonna do say there's nothing there's nothing there's really not anything she can do is she gonna physically or emotionally harm me in any way probably not but i wanted to talk about the great gatsby well what is it that you like about the great gatsby that it doesn't have a happy ending you like the part where leo gets shot in the pool I like the part where Jay doesn't get the girl. Because he gets shot in the pool. I mean, yes, but he wasn't getting the girl anyways. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I suppose that's good. Unhappy endings. It's just, it like, it was the first time that it was like an awakening that things weren't going to go the way we want it to go. Always. Like, you can party and have a good time, but maybe things don't turn out happy for you. Like, you can party and have a good time all you want and pretend you're happy, but unless you're really happy, what good does that do you? That's pretty deep. It is. And, you know, my future husband's in that movie. <sighs> <laughs> and now we can get married because he Dude, won the, the Oscar. <laughs> oh, Leo. <laughs> I really wish he hadn't won the Oscar. Man, I feel like there's so many other movies he did better in. <laughs> like, The Revenant was a fine movie if you, like, watching Leonardo DiCaprio get mauled which personally I find that very entertaining I it, like, like I, hurt my soul I like seeing pretty boy get eaten by a bear but he wasn't pretty boy in this movie no he wasn't <laughs> I don't know I'm just not a Leo fan I'm really I not Leo. I liked watching him get harmed in many ways I love Titanic Leo and Romeo Leo I like Inception Leo and Revenant Leo I like Inception Leo I like Shutter Island, Leo. I need to see Shutter Island still. You haven't seen it? No, I haven't. We need to see that. Okay. Can we see it? Sure. Let's go do that. I, I love that book because he 150% deserved to have Daisy. Like, everything he did in his life was so that he would be deserving of her. And he still didn't get her. And sometimes that happens. Hmm. Sometimes life is not fair. This is true. And as a teenager, that was like a hard lesson to learn because in Yasin's world, as she said, went. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's just how it was. <laughs> mm. 
I, I had never like legitimately been told no. Um, I mean, I abided within rules, but I like anytime I wanted something, I had it. Not just like physical things, just anything that my heart desired, it was mine. And around that time, um, a lot of things happened that made me realize that wasn't it. And that book just like threw it in my face and was like, learn child, be happy anyways. Because if you spend your whole life being unhappy and trying to make yourself better for a certain person, it's not gonna make them like you anymore. It's not gonna make them choose you anymore. Whether that be in a relationship or in like a work setting or anything else. Your chair is making funky noises. It Have is. you noticed? <laughs> You're I was kind back. of entertained by it. <laughs> <laughs> You're swiveling back and forth in your chair. It's making little groaning noises. I need to read The Gatsby. I watched, you the, haven't I watched the old movie. The old movie I actually think is better. Probably I, than the new movie? Yeah. yeah I'd imagine. Um, it's generally how it goes. Even though the Daisy in the old movie was a hundred times more annoying. She I recall made, her being annoying. She was super annoying. <laughs> she made a much better Daisy. Mm. Um... And Jordan was... I just remember being annoyed by that entire movie. Why? I don't know. Because they were snobby. Probably. Daisy was a snob. I just felt like... I, I guess I didn't grasp where the story was trying to take me. And then they killed them. And I was like, oh, this is where we've been going all this time. Um, One of my favorite quotes ever is in that movie. What quote is that? Um, she, He looks at her the way every girl wants to be looked at. And it's a thing. Hmm. It's a real thing. Like the way Joe Biden looks at Barack Obama? Like the way Jackie Kennedy looked at her husband. Every girl dreams of that. Hmm. And then here's this girl that had that. And she threw it all away. And then he died. He got shot in a pool. Yeah. Because of her. Shame. It was her fault. Was it her husband that shot him? Yeah. No, it was her. No, it was someone, it it was, someone else's husband. It was her husband's mistress' husband because she killed her husband's mistress. And he, the husband. That's right. Um, and her, the mistress's husband thought that the person who had killed his wife was Jay. So he went and shot him in a pool. Yeah. Because okay. he was mad that he killed his wife. Well. And that guy was actually a really nice guy. He just didn't have any money. <laughs> so this is why we should elect Bernie Sanders so that nice people will have money. <laughs> no, we should elect Bernie Sanders so that, you know, public education becomes a better place. <laughs> the teachers aren't kind of liking his plan at the moment. I'm talking to teachers about it. They seem to think that maybe it's not such a good idea. I don't necessarily think the college needs to be free, but I think that like um anything below high school needs to be funded more. That'd be good. We need better lower education. Yes. Um, because if it's getting bad, if we had better lower education, it would be our higher education would be at different standards as well. I agree, and I think that's super important. Yoslin, we've talked movies and books and old people <laughs> and political science and politics, and it's been it's been it's been quite the ride. Yes, it has. But it's getting close to dinner time. It is, and we have to go eat dinner. Are you hungry? Yes. I'm, I'm pretty hungry. hungry. I'm so hungry. <laughs> okay. We're going to go dinner now. Okay. Say goodbye to everyone. Bye, everyone. Farewell. Farewell. Yes. Wow. I bet you thought we were never going to shut up. Ah, ha, 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 ha. 
Okay, and just between you and me, the person next door to me in my dorm is singing operatically, except they're not an opera singer, and it doesn't work for them, and it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of shocking, really. But at least they're not making whale noises. Generally, he's over there making whale noises about 2 a.m. That's when it happens. But if I get to sleep, like, like if I get to sleep at 10, I'm asleep by the time he starts making whale noises, so it's all good. Anyway, that's a long story, one that you don't want to hear. Thanks again to Yaslin for being on the show today. Did, do you enjoy hearing from the people that I hang out with? Do you understand why I am the way I am yet? <laughs> do you, are you all starting to, to see? Do you enjoy these people? Let me know. Let me know in the comments, because there's lots more that I could bring on. <laughs> and, uh, but next week, I'm going to see about getting some more authorly people in. So that's, that's the plan. No promises, but that's the plan. If you want to follow the show, there is the subscribe button that you can hit on SoundCloud or iTunes, and you can get it delivered to you. You can hang out with me on Facebook and Twitter, kind of, sort of-ish on Twitter, because I'm really bad at checking my Twitter. I'm, I'm a bad twit. I'm a t- <laughs> oh, and, uh, and also Goodreads, which, you know, is for people who read. I also don't check it very often. But I am on there. I really am. And I respond to friend requests, because you are my friends. You are my friends, and I believe in all of you, and I want you all to succeed in your writing, because I believe you are capable of great things, and I love, I love it when I can bring in young people on the show and talk to them about their writing, because I see the dreams and the aspirations and just the sheer passion for the writing, and I know that's what you all have. Well, anyway, I hope you all enjoy the rest of your week, have an excellent Monday, and I will hear from y'all, see, see y'all, I'm not going to see y'all, except I really do see y'all, because again... <laughs> teleportation that's what podcasting really is so anyway i'm gonna end out with a tolkien quote we may laugh again yet we may laugh again yet farewell everybody